Hey guys, don't miss an episode of the Techpedition podcast. For more information, go to techpedition.com slash subscribe. T-E-C-H-P-E-D-I-T-I-O-N dot com. Welcome back, everyone. This is episode number 76 of Discussing Who, and my normal co-hosts are not with me tonight. This is Kyle Jones again, but they are not with me. I've given them the episode off, so to speak. They are lost in time and space, maybe, but I've got someone who I am very glad to have with me tonight, and so glad that I'm making this entire episode about her and her YouTube channel. So I want to give a very big welcome to Jessica of the Seska Says YouTube channel. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm really happy to be doing this. <laughs> so have you ever done a, um, a podcast interview before? No. Ah, cool. Be, you're my first. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. So um, let me kind of, and, and since this is our very first conversation, other than I kind of feel like I know you because I've watched you over <laughs> a year now. Um, so, so let me kind of go back and tell you uh, and tell anyone listening where I found you and why you were chosen out of everybody else to be the first YouTube reviewer that we have actually interviewed. So um, without any spoilers or saying why I was looking, I was looking online so, um, at some Doctor Who videos, and I was looking particularly at some re uh, reaction videos. And that's how I found you. And when I was watching, what I found was the others that I was watching – were just of a particular scene, and that was pretty mm -hmm. much it. You know, that they, they, they would go on and do their own things, but it was just that. And by accident, I found one of your videos. I think it was actually one of the um, episodes with Christopher Eccleston. And oh, wow! Know, so, so, yeah, so I, I found that, I watched that, and as I went to your channel, I was like, okay, this person is not only doing doctor who but she's doing this show she's you know she's doing the walking dead she's doing game of thrones yeah. and the fact that you a did in entire episodes b you have organization in your episodes of what you're doing it was like okay i'm subscribing to this and i'm going to come you know back and watch more so having said that so that's how i found you yeah. So, so tell me, let's go back to when you got started. Why oh <laughs> did you decide to start a YouTube channel? Um, well, uh, basically, I needed something to kind of, this sounds, I don't even know what, but um, kind of give me a little bit of purpose in life. Um, I married into the military. My husband's in the military. And I had a career. I was a wedding planner and had, you know, uh, making a decent amount of money. And then it was, oh, we have to up and move all the time. And you can't really have a career uh, so much when you're kind of 
moving every couple of years. As soon as you find your footing, you're gone. Um, and so I needed something that was mine, something that no matter where I was, I could do. And, um, yeah, so then I've always been super obsessed with TV in particular. I love a lot of different shows. Um, and I, I cannot for the life of me tell you what possessed me to say, oh, I definitely want to like film reactions and put it on the internet. I do not know when I got that kind of bravery to do that. But, uh, yeah, it was just one day I said, might as well. And then, uh, I uploaded, uh, it was two weeks worth of just the walking dead, um, reactions. And, uh, I don't know. I, it (laughs) just a domino effect from there, basically. (laughs) So speaking of domino effect, let me say that you're obviously doing something right. And, and I'll give proof of that. Uh, as of today, today's 10-4-2017, when you and I are recording this, I looked mm-hmm. on your channel, and as of the channel as a whole, you right now have 5,814,503 views. Yeah. And as of, so <laughs> anyone listening, go check her out, because be, maybe even by the time this comes out, it, maybe we will have reached 20,000 but as of right now, there are 19,963 <laughs> subscribers. Yeah, which is insane to me. I remember like getting excited about like 100 subscribers. And I was so excited that there were 100 people who cared what I had to say about whatever TV show I was doing at the time. And I don't even know. I never thought I would even reach 10,000, so... And now you're almost at 20. So that's double that. Do you, do you find yourself paying attention to the subscribers or is that just a byproduct at this point? I do not. Um, I think when I really first started, like the first couple of months I did and, um, but I don't know for some reason, like I'll notice and I'll definitely, whenever I hit a landmark, I normally find out by like people tweeting me that I've hit, (laughs) a landmark like I don't actually like stare at the screen and be like oh my god but um yeah I mean I don't really I I just I like focusing on like the interaction with subscribers more so than the number of them or the you know quantity of them you know, so. you, you you made an interesting statement earlier that I want to touch on, which is you said that you were looking for something that you could connect with people no matter where you are. And that's something that I've noticed from even doing the, the couple of podcasts that I do mm-hmm. that, like, for instance, there is a uh, gentleman that I do a podcast with that is in England. And, you know, yeah. I would have never have met him had it not been for the mm-hmm. you know the medium that we have and and likewise you have connected with an audience so so tell me about some of your greatest interactions slash experiences with any of the shows that you've reviewed but particularly the people that you've interacted with um well i mean yeah i've definitely there's something about the community that i care way more i mean I didn't start 
doing reactions to um, get a lot of views or get a lot of subscribers. I actually don't think that there's anything wrong with that, but it was really just a sort of, I needed some type of really social interaction with people. And I think that there's, you know, something really special about everybody um, who are fans of a specific show kind of all sort of coming together and having a positive outlook towards that show. Um, but I, I've had some, uh, I've had some pretty, uh, like I've made just very, very dear friends and I would not have made any of them, probably some reactors, um, that maybe, you know, as well. Um, and then just some people who, who aren't reactors as well, but I've made so many, um, significant relationships that I consider these people to be some of my best friends, um, and they've, you know, gotten me through these people have gotten me through, you know, uh, you know, when my husband was deployed, uh, I mean, actually doctor who was a very significant part of, uh, getting me through the, the previous deployment that he was on, um, and the community surrounding by that. Uh, and, and I just absolutely love, um, the Doctor Who community for that particular reason. They are the most vocal and loving group that I've ever come into contact with. So I'm si- I'm sitting here and I'm looking at your playlist and we're lo- and I'm looking and I'll just name a few. You know, we've got of course Doctor Who, but we've got mm-hmm. Daredevil, we've got Luke Cage, we've got Stranger Things, we've got Jessica Jones, You've, we've got Downton Abbey. So yeah, there's a lot out there. What goes into you are mm. deciding which and, and which not to? Um, well, I like to have a healthy medium between shows that I really particularly uh, love. And some of those may not get the most views, but I don't care because they're just something I'm really passionate about. Um, and then about once a year, I will put, you know, like a vote out there and everybody will kind of just vote and, um, say what they would really like me to watch and I'll watch it, whatever it is, you know, um, as long as I haven't seen it. Right. Um, and, uh, that's, I mean, that's how I started watching Dr. Who cause I knew absolutely nothing about it. Um, and that got voted on. Wow. Um, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. So I figured it was a good time to start off um, the show that you guys all requested to, for me to watch, Doctor Who. I know in the comments when I mentioned that I was going to be doing Doctor Who that everybody was talking about where I should start or whatever, I have a good amount of friends, almost all reactor friends, <laughs> that are kind of leading me into this. And they told me to start at the newer, like not classic Who, but the newer-ish uh, series of Doctor Who, um, you know, episode one. So that is what I am going to do. Disclaimer, guys, uh, I don't know anything about Doctor Who at all. I, nothing. So, um, I'm going to kind of just give me a little leeway. Okay. If I don't understand something, you know, write it down in the comments. Just try not to post any spoilers in said comment. So I'm going to try my best to, uh, catch on quick because I really know nothing. I know what the TARDIS looks like. 
I know that doctors change. I know that there are people called companions. I don't know anything. I don't know. I had a feeling you'd come back. I feel like she's gonna go with them. By the way, did I mention it also travels in time? Yeah, Thanks. she's going. Thanks for what? Exactly. So that was in very bizarre, but um, I mean, I enjoyed it. So um, thanks for watching, guys. So let me ask you this, because I'm looking at um, a, a, a particular, um, not episode, but a, a particular show that my co-host Clarence Brown has actually tried to get me to watch before. So I'm going to ask you to sell me on this show. And 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 as a oh uh, as a thank you to you, I'm going to to at least watch one episode. <laughs> so tell me why I should if I hate zombies, why should I mm. watch The Walking Dead? Well, The Walking Dead is my personal favorite really? show. Okay. Yes. All right. So tell me. It was it's it's the the start of everything. Um, I here's the thing. I, I mean, and I feel like if other people watch The Walking Dead, they know what you're saying when you say this. The Walking Dead, um, the walkers, as they're called, or the zombies, as you would right. call them. Okay. Um, they're a circumstance. They're not really the the main plot of the show at all. Um, I mean, they're there. And, you know, obviously, I guess a aspect of it, but the show is really about, you know, when kind of the rules of society um, completely get thrown out the window, what do you become as a person? Ah, okay. Do you stick to your morals? Does it, I mean, and is killing uh, maybe other people okay if it's to protect your family there's a lot of moral gray areas which is like my favorite thing um so that's one of the reasons why i really i love watching in every single character i feel like you could put on a spectrum of you know um somebody who's really been corrupted by the world and maybe somebody who's really kind of strong and sticks to their i don't mean if you're corrupted you you aren't strong i'm saying but like strong in your morals right gotcha. and that you're like not going to change and what and should you change that gets brought up all the time sometimes yeah you should and you shouldn't so that's what i love about the show and uh will continue to love <laughs> like hopefully it stays on for a very long time and um but it's, I mean, it really does seem like a very different group of characters from the beginning. Um, character progression is a very strong point. And I, I love really complex and uh, fleshed out characters. And that's kind of what, that's why The Walking Dead kind of is top tier. All right. All right. So, so like I said, I'm going to watch the first one and I'll go back <laughs> and I will even comment on, on, uh, season one on your playlist. And as I'm, as I'm going through, so, so you've convinced me I'm, I'm, I'm going, okay. I'm going to give it a try. <laughs> so, uh, 
You know, I have a feeling, and 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 you're not going to give me any spoilers here, but I have a feeling you don't become accustomed or attached is a better word to any character on um, Walking Dead. Was that would that be a true statement? Uh, that would be a false statement. Ah, uh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> if if you thought um, Angels in <laughs> Take Manhattan was bad. There's one Walking Dead reaction that tops it. So, ah, really? Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I, I'm I'm going to switch over to another one of my favorite shows, which is Game of Thrones. So, oh, what has yeah. what has Game of Thrones been as an overall experience to you? <laughs> Honestly. Yep. Um. Oh man. I used to absolutely love Game of Thrones. I still love Game of Thrones. But um, for some reason, and I think most reactors will um, agree to this, uh, Game of Thrones fans are the most brutal people to deal with. And it's kind of made me not be as excited to watch the show. Because I know I'm just going to get a ton of abuse no matter what I say, no matter what. Like, really? It okay. No, it, it doesn't. I get a ton of hate in any any of my Game of Thrones videos to the point where I didn't. I haven't even read comments for this past season. Whenever Game of Thrones season stop or starts, I turn off my notifications and I just go manually into all of my other videos because. Um, I know it's probably not the answer you were looking for. No, no, for. no, no. A true answer is the answer that, that I'm wanting. Um, but I absolutely adore the show. And it was funny, before this season, this past season started, I rewatched it. And I was like, this is so much more pleasant than when you like, <laughs> upload a reaction and people attack you for uh, saying, I, I don't know. Well, uh, One time I got like... Um, a lot of hate for saying that I liked Podrick. Podrick. I don't understand why you would. I mean, and listen, yeah. so it's always something. <laughs> now, I could understand. Now, I would give them credit if you said Littlefinger is my favorite character on Game well, of Thrones. Okay. I mean, to be fair, my two favorites are um, Tyrion and Cersei. But okay. I like Cersei because she's a, I think she's a great villain. She, and she I is. don't say like I, I don't say like oh I love her and I think she has great ideals and a great leader but I love watching her go crazy <laughs> but um, but no matter what I mean every single Game of Thrones reactor gets st- I mean I've like almost like developed support groups for us like during <laughs> Game of Thrones season which is why you know like why I think I mean Game of Thrones is their fans is one end of the spectrum and then. Uh, Doctor Who fans are on the complete opposite. You know, if you did watch my earlier Doctor Who reactions, uh, I don't think they're all that great. (laughs) I I mean, I just didn't know what the show was. And I, you know, I I wasn't super into it right away. And, And, And I got so much love, no matter what. And I was like, it's like, polar opposites of these, you know. Well, it's interesting that you said um, that about Doctor Who because, frankly, we, we, we um, last night on the episode we were recording, and, and we love the show. I mean, totally love the show. I mean, 
technically yeah. Doctor Who is in the name of our podcast, practically. So, you know, we've got to love the show. But we were reviewing um, an episode from 1983, and we were butchering with love this, you know, for, yeah. for an hour and a half. We're sitting there saying, this is the great, you know, we love it because of what it is, but this is, you know, all this stuff that we don't like. And for you, for 2005, I'll be honest, 2005 was not the greatest production value and stories that you know i mean um for me well for me i didn't know what to expect so even the first few reactions are really me uh with a wts face like what am i watching because literally it was just voted on by subscribers and they said watch it and i knew nothing nothing i think in my first reaction to rose i I said in the beginning, I know that there's like a police box and a companion, (laughs) but like the only term of companion that I knew was from Firefly, which is very different, you know? So, um, I was just sort of like, I had no idea what I was getting myself into. And, um, I went through the whole first season and there was never that moment Though I did have a couple of episodes that I, I really enjoyed, but there was never that moment where I got that like spark, like, oh, I get it now. And I was worried that that would never happen. Luckily, it has, but, you know. Well, well, let me ask you this. So I know, you know, and this is, uh, we, you know, you and I had a um, back and forth email conversation, of course, mm-hmm. to avoid spoilers. And, uh, you know, that's something that we take very seriously on our show is we even have a uh, river warning uh, that I insert, which, you know, just for the fun of it, for uh, yeah. <laughs> you won't hear it now. But but uh, if you listen back to the episode, for anyone listening, I do this every episode. So for anyone listening, um, then this goes for me because we're not going to talk about anything that uh, Jessica hasn't seen yet. So I'm giving a warning to myself. Spoilers. 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 <laughs> All right, so there's our spoiler warning and um did so having said that I have a question for you when you got to the parting of the ways and it was you know Eccleston's last episode had you learned either, uh, what you know that the doctor was about to change kind of refresh my memory because I don't remember offhand Um I did know that there were different doctors, gotcha. um, but I didn't, I didn't know. Um, I didn't really know what regeneration was or what the process was. So I definitely had to have that like explained to me gotcha. and stuff like that. I I think in the middle or like in the middle of the regeneration, I like turned to the camera and I was like, can you guys explain what the <laughs> hell is going on? But like, it was something like that. And they did, and it was very nice. But um, yeah, I was I wasn't entirely aware, but um, I do think it's really like interesting that you know you can almost always find like a doctor that you like, or yeah. if you don't like the previous or whatever. So. And how interesting is it for a show to in the '60s when this happened to mm-hmm. to to say, okay, we're going to recast the main lead. 
but we're going to explain it in shows saying, well, we you already know he's yeah. an alien, so let's just say that he's going to change his face and his personality. Yeah. So, um, so we got to David Tennant. So let's keep on Doctor Who. We got to David Tennant, mm-hmm. and we had Rose and David. So what was your, you know, how did you like the Tenth Doctor? Um, he's, he was not my favorite. I, I liked, um, oh God. Uh, I always have to feel like I have to you say don't have such to apologize. No, <laughs> no, 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 go answer. for it. Um, there, well, I, I will say I was not the biggest fan of Rose and 10. Um, they were okay, but it was definitely probably my least favorite era, so to speak, or partnership. Um, and, uh, but I just don't think I identified with Rose at all. So it was a little, uh, difficult for me to really, um, relate to her stories in that sense. Um, so, but I, I did like 10 a lot with Donna. Thank you. Thank you. Probably. And I would have, I would have liked him a lot with Martha as well if the weird jealousy thing wasn't in there. Agreed. In in my opinion. I think Martha, by the way, is I I think she's underrated, but also she just didn't get the best stories to showcase her character. Yeah. In my opinion. No, I agree with you and, and you don't have to um validate yourself. Your opinion is is a hundred percent. You you know, there's nothing wrong with having and no one's going to and I, you know, I agree that the, you know, I liked Rose simply because if Rose had not have worked with fans, then we, mm. you and I wouldn't be sitting here today talking about Doctor Who. So she, so the mm. character had to connect, you know, on some level. But having mm. said that, if I had to choose out of that era before Matt Smith came along, who was my favorite out of all of those? Uh, you know, Martha, Rose, or Donna, hands down, Donna Noble would be my favorite. Mm-hmm. So what was it about Donna that, that you just liked? Well, the way that I look at it, which could be completely wrong, but the way that I look at it is I think someone like Rose really appeals to a younger audience, in my opinion, I think that she was very youthful and I think that she, um, it was kind of about her discovering herself and finding these adventures. Whereas, and I'm, I guess relatively young, but I'm not like in my teen years or anything like that. And whereas Donna was a little jaded, a little snarky, and a little like, you know, it, it seemed like her journey was more so about kind of finding something that kind of got lost in herself. Oh, that was um, good. And that's true. But, um, did you uh, do, do you think so speak. do you think that with Donna, there was more character growth in one season of Donna than two seasons of Rose? Um. Yeah, to a point, I I agree with that. Um, I not that there wasn't any character development with Rose. I think there was, um, but I think Donna's was just such a stellar. 
Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Everything was just really, I mean, that season was uh, one of my favorites. And just the way that she interacted with the doctor, I felt was so refreshing. Now, granted, I, I haven't seen the classics or anything, and there might be something similar in those um, seasons, but I, I definitely just, it was like a breath of fresh air. Yeah, uh, when Donna came on for me. <laughs> yeah, Don, Donna, Donna. You know, I can't think of any one classic companion that's totally, you know, Donna. But there was just something about her pairing that David Tennant and and mm-hmm. Catherine Tate just played off of each other on the comedy, but yet also, you know, on the. Um, seriousness of it and the whole tragedy of what happens to Donna yeah. at the end and it just you know well just I, I won't you know spoil it for anybody that's not seen it but uh, it's just yeah. sad so no yeah I, I think and I also think that just I mean this is goes with any show but especially I feel like with Doctor Who it's just like you just relate to different people and that's why there are like a, a bunch of Rose fans or, you know, um, or Donna. And I think it's just whoever you find a little bit of, um, maybe yourself in or, you know, in any sort of, I mean, like in the first two seasons, I, I mean, and still am, if you ask me who my favorite companion and if he qualifies is still Mickey. I like Mickey. (laughs) The 10 dog. (laughs) To this day. I think I will always be known as like, like Mickey's number one fan because <laughs> I feel like nobody else really likes him, but just me. It's yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I liked I liked Mickey and I liked the fact and I like Jackie too. To be honest mm-hmm. with you, yeah, because in the classic era, you didn't have the family. You know, you the Doctor would come across a companion, he you know, and the companion would travel, but you never had that. You got to know the the family of the companion. That okay. that, that didn't yeah. happen, and that was what was for me very refreshing in mm-hmm. the current iteration. Is you yeah. did get Jackie, and you did get Mickey, and you know you did get Wilf, and the yeah, you know, uh, uh, Wilf. Yeah, <laughs> gotta <best>. love Wilf. <laughs> yeah. Um, so let me ask you this: We, you know, we go f- past him into who I think is your personal favorite, Matt Smith. <laughs> How could you guess? <laughs> oh, just uh, just a little, just a little guess. Yeah. But before I before I go into Matt Smith, I want to talk about someone we met in, uh, um, you know, we met back in the David Tennant era, which is one of my personal favorites. Our beloved River Song. So, yes. Tell me, tell me, what what's your thoughts on River? Uh, she is my queen, <laughs> and I love her. Um, oh my god, her personality is just so wonderful. Um, I love any woman who is uh, really feminine really embraces her sexuality and anything like that, but also really, really strong. And I just absolutely love her story. That first episode or the first two-parter with her and that scene with her and David just blew me away. And I'm like, I don't even know who this girl is. I know nothing about her. 
but she just, that scene just absolutely, you know, like knocked it out of the park in my opinion. And then just every time I would see River come onto screen, I would just be so excited that uh, she would be. And it's kind of like putting little pieces of her story together, like one by one. And it's something that I don't think any other show could do. No, you're um, absolutely tr- you're absolutely right. Because technically, we see the end of her life at the first time we see her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and for us, her entire story begins with the end, and we get to see it unfold and have to piece yeah. it together. That uh, that is what I love about and and Alex Kingston, hands down, uh, is mesmerizing every yeah. scene she's in. Yeah, and she's, I absolutely love her. She, and she's she she doesn't back. She's not anyone who backs down to just because no. the doctor says she challenges right. him a hundred percent. And I love that about her. Yeah. But speaking of challenging the doctor, she has to get that trait from somebody. And I think her mother might be a good person Probably. to challenge. So, um, you know, we, we meet Amelia Pond at age of about six years old. Mm-hmm. What was your thoughts on meeting Amy? Um, that is one of my favorite episodes. Um, it, it's got to be close to my top five, that first episode. Um, and I don't know if it was just, and I fell in love with Eleven so quick <laughs> in that episode, so quick. It was charming and lovely and I didn't know that that's what I was searching for until I saw it you know what I mean in that particular episode and she um I love that it's kind of this sort of um seems almost like a fairy tale we have like this little girl looking up at the stars and you know waiting for you know the madman in a box and just I think it's just absolutely amazing that um that she actually at the end of it gets to go on these adventures with him and eventually I'm glad that like Rory came along as well um but I absolutely adore Amy and Eleven's relationship and- um and the time that she's, you know, when we when you want to talk character development and you go back yeah. and you look at that episode, oh even as yeah. the adult Amy. Right. It's yeah. So different. Yeah. What did you think of um, Rory? You mentioned him just a minute ago. What about him? I uh, love him. Yeah. I think I actually like him more than Amy. Just a tad. Just like you know, a smidge more, but that's just, I think he's funny and like a good time all the time and really brave. And like, I love that whenever, you know, Amy's in danger, he doesn't even hesitate. Uh, I was literally about to say he doesn't even blank and that's a little too close to home. But, (laughs) but, uh, you know, I think, um, yeah, I, I absolutely, I mean, there was just, I cannot express in words how much I loved Eleven, Amy and Rory, and at times River, um, you know, when she was there as well. That dynamic uh, absolutely sold me and it was my favorite of the entire show. So did at any point 
did you know what was coming in um, A Good Man Goes to War when it's revealed River's identity? Did you suspect or were you blindsided? I mean, well, I know something happened, and I won't go into that, but before, you know, it was ultimate, well, uh, before you found out who she was, yeah. did you uh, know, did you have any inkling, or, or were you just kind of like really, really surprised? Mm, I No, I did not, um, but uh, in all fairness, when it comes to shows I react to now, I don't try to figure anything out. Okay. Um, because it just it just makes for better reactions. Understood. When you don't, when you don't think about it. Now there are certain shows that I still find myself doing it, and I still like you know. But when it comes uh, to Doctor Who, I have just absolutely adored River's journey, and I'm like, I don't, I don't want to make a chart and figure out where she is, where, and what that could mean, or anything like that. Um, I, because I just want to go along for the ride and um, because it's just been lovely surprise after lovely surprise. And um, yeah, so I think and I think weirdly in some way I kind of owe it to my subscribers to not really try to figure stuff out. before. It and, you know, I have to give uh, credit and, and high praise in credit, maybe not credit. I'm just going to call it high praise to some of the commenters that I've seen in your uh, comment on your um, subscribers, they are very protective of making sure <laughs> that if someone is about to hint at yeah. spoilers or something to chast not necessarily chastise, but correct that person and, you know, ask them, you know, don't, don't, re you know, don't reveal stuff. So kudos to them. Well, I have a few, I have a few moderators. There's one in particular that I do not look at my Doctor Who comment section until he gives me the go ahead. Got you. Um, and since what happened, um, where I, I got, yes, yeah, spoiled. yeah, I got spoiled, um, which I tried to handle that whole video as best as I could. And you that. did. And you did, um, by the way. Yeah. I mean, well, I just didn't want it to be, I wanted, I didn't want the whole video, such a great episode to just, and all the comment section to just be like, you know, nasty things about the fact, not at, towards me, but just in general, I have this thing where I really like my comment sections to be nice and fun. And, you know, I know that that's pretty naive of me to assume that that's going to happen on YouTube, but I try really hard. So I really wanted to make everything, you know, and, and I made a statement at the beginning of the video to just please try not to like, cause then it'll just encourage them to do it again. To True. True. To me again. Um, and uh, I have not read if for at any point in time you've tweeted me in the past, however long I haven't read my Twitter notifications because that's how I got spoiled. Right. Um, and I haven't. And uh, one of my friends said, you know, I'll tell you the episode, which was um, a good man goes to war. No, no. Um, oh. uh, uh, Angels take Manhattan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They 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 didn't tell me what episode like what number or anything. They said, but once you get to it, then you can look at your Twitter notifications. Got you. But until then, I and I just kind of was okay with that, and uh, it did take away a little bit of interaction with fans and stuff like that. But I just sort of 
you know, well, because they just didn't want it to get anything. Well, to you know, spoiled. it's interesting sitting here listening and sitting here thinking. You know, for what I do is completely 180 degrees opposite because you know if you know we'll do a an episode we did we did mm-hmm. one back in february january or february that was speculating the upcoming series and you know then we'll yeah. do one next year you know speculating the next series so you know mine is more of finding out information but yeah. on the and i'm reviewing post but you on the flip side, yours is live as it's happening. So it, it would completely spoil what you're doing if you were to know everything that was happening, because then there would be no reaction. I I used to be um, going switching to a different show for one second. Um, I used to be like the crazy Walking Dead person that like wanted to know everything that was coming up, and I would come up with all these theories and stuff. And eventually, I figured out. That doesn't really make for good reaction videos if I have figured out maybe not everything that's going to happen, but <laughs> some stuff. And I eventually kind of had to turn that part of my brain off a little bit. Um, and uh, I would do like I would do reviews and and um, back, way back when I used to do like weekly chats for Walking Dead for. Mm-hmm every week and stuff like that. But I just wouldn't really look at people's responses too much to that, which sucks, but they would be like, well, I saw a cast photo and this, 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 and this, and this person obviously dies or whatever. And then you're like, Oh, great. You know? Um, so I think, uh, I guess ignorance is bliss is is the best way to do it with spoilers. And, um, I've kind of come to terms with that. I used to really be the person who would love to theorize about everything, but for the shows that I react to, I kind of stray away from that a little bit. And that makes sense. Makes perfect yeah. sense. So we get to, um, so I was watching, I think it was last week that I watched it. Um, so we get to the angels take Manhattan and, mm-hmm. you know, we get to the end, which, you know, uh, was, was hard to watch you watching it, uh, to be to be quite candid. Uh, and yeah. then when we get to the hello old friend, here we are again. Uh, letter. Um, so I'm so I've told you before that I'm going to share something with you, and this is not a spoiler. Yes. This is about. Uh, uh, this is actually what um, you know. I knew ahead of time that that was Amy's last episode. Uh, so having said that, you know, I knew what I was getting into. And Mm -hmm. so what got me at the end was also reading something was finding out that Stephen Moffat had written Amy's exit into her first episode. So, Mm. uh, and and this will, this will prompt you to want to go back and watch that first episode (laughs) because I did that. Um, There is a scene in the 11th hour where after, Amy is an adult, and it is about the time where the doctor has uh, put on the jacket, he's put on the bow tie, he's scared right. off the aliens, he okay. runs to the TARDIS, and, and in, that, in those scenes before, between him running to the TARDIS and Amy and Rory walking up, right. it flashes back all of a sudden for about 10 seconds to Amy as a child sitting in front of the uh, house. Uh. 
that is the scene that I'm talking about. Yeah. So they so it basically you know written that into the mm -hmm. beginning. So that was what got me whenever yeah. I saw that at the end, and it was like oh, it, and I understood what that meant, and it was like yeah. wow. So um, so there we go. So you got. Oh my God. So let's switch to snowmen before we both start booing. Yeah. Right. Um, so you saw. Um, in Asylum of the Daleks, you saw somebody that that you were like, hmm, I think this girl looks familiar. I think I've seen her. I'm not sure. And then you see her again in The Snowman. So you've right. met so you've met uh, Jenna Coleman's character. So what what uh, what do you think about her so far? I I don't know. I, she seems very mysterious. I mean, not just her storyline, even I think her personality. Um, she seems very fun and quirky. Um, and but I I can't really get a read on her, uh, which might I, I'm assuming might be intentional. Um, and yeah, I mean that was really funny because I can't I can't look up stuff. I can't be like, blah, 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 Doctor Who on Google, because all this stuff will pop up that I really don't want to see. Um, so I, you know, I was like, in that first episode, I was like, um, she looks like, because I've seen like posters right. of like the, like, I know who the 12th Doctor is. I do not know when I lose 11. <laughs> okay. And I'm not going to tell you. As, as I put that. Um uh, but uh, yeah, so I know who the twelfth doctor, and I thought he was with uh, a girl that looked very similar to that girl at, at one point. Um, and then I was like, "But maybe not," because she like died. And so I was like, "Okay, maybe I'm just crazy." But I didn't look it up because I was like, "I'm not," you know, "I'm not gonna," right? You know. And then I see the snow snowman, and I'm like. What in the world is going on? Maybe that is, I have no idea. But um, that was quite a, I, I don't know, um, to me, just a very visually stunning Christmas special. I really enjoyed that one. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. And, and I enjoyed w watching the expression on your face when the ice uh, woman or uh, the ice nanny or whatever <laughs> yeah. grabs her. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and I'm watching you and you're like, okay, this shouldn't be happening. Yeah. So I just, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited to, to go forward. Um, because of, I'm just really interested in what's going to happen well, next with well, this. Well, you've got some very, you've actually got of my, if, if I were to say what has in current who been my favorite in the next 10 to 12 episodes, you will have watched my personal favorite episodes. Oh, okay. And then, so you've got some, and all I'll say is you've got some very, very, very good, very yeah. good episodes coming yeah. up. Yeah. So, oh my God. So, I'm um, excited. Yeah, please be because you're <laughs> you're leading into the 50th anniversary uh, mm -hmm. celebration. So you've got fantastically wonderful episodes coming up. Um, so, let me ask you this: what um, What would you say of all the things you've done with your channel? 
what would you say has been the most rewarding? Oh, oh man. I mean, uh, I think if you wanted to talk just like channel aspect, um, I was, um, featured in the Doctor Who magazine. Ah, cool. And I was also featured on Talking Dead after Walking Dead. Um, So those were kind of very significant moments for me. But honestly, and this sounds so cheesy, and I'm not trying to make it sound cheesy, but like the moments when I either get like a letter from a subscriber that says that they like watch my videos to help like, you know, get them out of a bad time or, you know, that stuff is the stuff that I always remember. I've, um, I have like a couple of like video messages just saved to my laptop whenever I get like really mean comments and then I watch them and I go, Oh yeah, that's right. That's why I do this. (laughs) Um, so it's probably more so stuff like that. Um, and having, you know, just kind of interactions with other fans and stuff like that is probably the most reward rewarding part of the whole thing. So, as corny as that sounds. No, it's not corny. And let me ask you a question. <laughs> and, and, you know, I may be about to give you a compliment for something that you're not intending. So, um, so I'll preface with that. When you're recording, do you, I mean, you know, ob- well, obviously you have a place uh, where you record from, but mm-hmm. do, but do you do you do that? Is 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 your set, so to speak, simply that's just where you're in front of the television, or have you put a lot of thought into it, or what? And then I'll tell you why I asked that. Um, not entirely. Um, I I don't I I, I kind of um. I mean, it, it is kind of, I like uh, the feel that you're kind of like hanging out with a friend watching something. Um, I know a lot of reaction channels is like at a desk or close up or whatever. And I, I just like the homey atmosphere. But I think that's more just like my aesthetic than anything else. Um, but yeah, I, not, not a ton of thought, but a decent amount. Um, I keep moving house. I think I've done like two seasons of Doctor Who in different houses, three different states at this point. But yeah, so it's always a little different. But well, yeah. well, here's the and, and and here's the reason I ask that. the The reason that I ask is because, you, and you are right. I've seen you know where people have it very close up on mm-hmm. them, and, and and there's nothing wrong with that. But you do create a sense of you know, you're inviting someone into your home. And part of that is so that you've got a space, you know, to show the video. But on the flip of that, it does come across as, you know, it's it's like the the the, the where you usually record now is in front of like a kitchen or something. And it's it's <laughs> it's very like you're inviting someone into your home, which technically you are doing. You're inviting them to watch yeah. with you. Yeah. Well, I think that that's why, like, people love reaction videos. Um, I mean, it's always interesting to see somebody kind of go through a journey that that you've 
gone on or are currently going on if it's a current airing show. Um, I mean, that's always, but I think there is definitely a, a sense of like, you know, when you get really excited to show your best friend, your favorite show yes. or something like that, that's, I mean, that's kind of the atmosphere that at least I like to, to give off. And that's, that's one of the reasons why I don't really rush through Doctor Who. I love the experience of just once a week. It's a different episode. It's a different experience. And it's not, I feel like, um, I wouldn't want to just like do a bunch of videos, uh, all at once people watch them and then they move on at this, when it's kind of once a week, I feel like I'm developing a relationship with a lot of these people. And I think, and and I think, no, I think you are because I remember when you posted, uh, the angels take Manhattan review, one of your commenters or, or one of your subscribers commented saying, you know, I had a notification set so that it would let me know when you posted this video so I could come watch it. So you're right. This person had devoted enough of his or her energy to make a, you know, notification so that they could stop and go watch you. I didn't get to hype up that episode as I do. Like whenever there's like a finale or something, I tend to on Twitter, like I'll hype it up and, you know, like I'll, I'll, I'll get everybody excited. And, you know, um, for my end of time reaction, I had subscribers making countdowns on their phones for until the day that I was going to release it and stuff like that. Um, uh, but angels, I didn't know it was happening. (laughs) Like I didn't, it was in the middle of the season. I didn't know that it was going to be as big of a episode as it was. Um, but I do really like, especially with Dr. Who, because everyone's just, I mean, the sweetest in my opinion. And I, I don't know, at least they like me. I don't know. But, um, and it's just such a great, um, kind of community that I like kind of getting people excited for these episodes that they probably, some of them, maybe they haven't seen for in a few years or whatever. Um, and hopefully kind of, takes them back to that that time for them when they were you know watching 11 and amy and rory and how they felt and stuff like that and who knows before long you will be caught up you know you'll be current uh, yeah you know because you're on uh, series seven and we mm-hmm. just finished 10 so you've got you know three and a half more to go so yep um so let me let me ask you this. Is there anything that I haven't asked that you wanted to talk about? Um, I mean, I don't, I don't think so. I mean, the, the kind of just going into it, um, just talking about, about kind of how much the community means to me, it, you know, um, I, uh, did my reactions to the first season of Dr. Who when I was, I just recently got moved to a different place because of, you know, the military. And then like shortly after we got there, my husband deployed and I, I didn't have time to make friends. I didn't have, you know, or anything like that. And then I did these Dr. Who videos and I had this just 
lovely. They're so, I think so fondly of like those early years sometimes because it was just a lovely little group of people. And now those, those videos have a decent amount of views and stuff because people have found me and then gone back and stuff like that. Um, but, um, back then it was just so, and everybody was so sweet and so lovely, even though that I didn't really understand why there was, (laughs) you know, um, that man flying around in a police box at first. And I was very confused. And, I think a lot of people have kind of embraced me because of that, because I wasn't, I was a little skeptical at first and it's kind of watching me fall in love with it over a course of time. And, um, yeah, the Doctor Who fans hold a very, very special place in my heart that I don't think will ever get matched by anything. Cool. Well, for me, they do too. Um, being yeah. one, and and some of the things that I've experienced myself, I, I, I wholeheartedly agree with you. But I want to I want to swip uh, swap off of Doctor Who as we kind of wrap up and okay. ask you. I know you have reviewed Daredevil. You've reviewed mm-hmm. De- Jessica Jones. You've reviewed Luke Cage. Did you review Iron Fist? I don't. Yes. Okay. I couldn't remember if you had, and you've done Defenders. So I'm what did you think about... Of, oh, you're in the, in the middle, middle of Defenders. defenders. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So what did you think of... You know, a lot of people didn't like Iron Fist. Did you, or or were you in the not like category? Um, It's... I wouldn't say not like. It's my least favorite of the Marvel Netflix shows. Um, I already am calling that the Punisher is going to be my favorite. I don't even need to see it. Um, (laughs) But, um, you know, weirdly, when I was watching Iron Fist, I was really, um, I loved um, Ward, his Mm -hmm. character, so much. And I thought he was a great character and um, kind of, you know, that moral gray area that I love so much. He kind of hits the nail on the head for that. And um, so there were parts of Iron Fist that I really, really loved. Um, But I enjoyed watching it. Um, It wasn't, I didn't think, but you know what? I don't, I always say this at the beginning, whenever I do a Marvel show, I've never read the comics. And I don't have anything to compare it to. So I think it's a little easier for me to kind of not be as critical as some other people yeah, would be. Well, I'll say this. I, I've read the comics, and I still mm-hmm. say that out of all of them, it was the weakest, you know, the, yeah. le- the least. Uh, and and I, don't, I don't think it was – I think it was – well, I was going to say I don't think it was the actor, but I will say that some of the – way that it was directed they may could have done that a little bit better so which one of the marvels were your favorite um daredevil season two was my favorite season okay um mainly because of frank castle okay Um, uh and but daredevil is my favorite show um i was i really like wilson fisk as a bad guy i think he is Amazing! I love a good bad guy, as I said earlier. Yeah, with Cersei. Yeah, yeah, like I love a good bad guy, and I think Wilson Fisk was just so wonderful. Um, and then, actually, and I know that this is terrible to say, like when after talking about Doctor Who, um, I I like Luke Cage 
Um, I really enjoyed uh, Cottonmouth, again, with the bad guy that I really like. Um, and I really, I like Luke a lot um, and his relationship with Claire a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and not that I loved, uh, I love Jessica Jones as well. Um, but um, for some reason, I just like Daredevil and Luke Cage just a little bit more. Not too much, but okay. you know. Yeah. So if you've not read the comics, I won't tell you anything about two of those characters you just mentioned. So there, uh, oh boy. <laughs> yeah, no spoilers. Um, so, <laughs> so, uh, so that'll be fun to watch. Uh, if that unfolds and what you watch that unfold. So that, that will be, uh, interesting. So, um, let me just say this. I have kept you long enough. It's, uh, you have devoted an, uh, an hour. You've devoted at least two reaction videos or more to me and I thank you and I know the people who are listening uh, to this uh, particular episode or to this show uh, thank you so thank you for uh, spending time with us for this episode Um, for anyone listening look in the show notes and on our website for more information on how to contact or connect with this particular uh, channel which is Seska says, and it's S E S S K A S A Y S. But we'll put the Twitter handle as well as the Instagram and the. Do you still you you do Snapchat too, don't you? Yes. Okay. All of those will be in our show notes as well as um, you know on our website. So. Jessica, thank you again. Uh, on behalf of oh, it's my pleasure. all of us here at Discussing Who, thank you for coming on, talking with us. You have an open invitation anytime you want to come on to talk. We do more than Doctor Who. We do uh, all the shows you've just uh, talked with me about on some level. If if not on this show, we've talked about them on other shows. So um, yeah. You know, you have an open invitation anytime you um, want to come I mean, over. that would be amazing. <laughs> so we promise we won't spoil you. So anytime okay. uh, you have an open invitation. So uh, to everyone listening, uh, we will be back next episode. So thank you for listening. Discussing Who is brought to you by Audible. You've probably heard of Audible, but just in case, they are the world's leading provider of audiobooks. They have more than 180,000 titles. Let me say that again. 180,000 titles to choose from. Imagine a genre. They've got an audiobook. And these files play on smartphones, Kindles, tablets, in fact, over 500 different devices. Now, for fans of Discussing Who, Audible is offering a free download when you start a new Audible subscription. And you can choose anything at all from that vast library. But we know you want to get one of their absolutely fantastic Doctor Who titles, which include New Adventures of the Doctor, but also Torchwood and River Song. And they're performed for you by actors you know and love. Wonderful voices. Tom Baker, Alex Kingston, David Tennant. The list goes on and on. So try it out for 30 days. And if at the end of the month you decide Audible is not for you, you still get to keep that Doctor Who book you downloaded. So look at it this way. Free Doctor Who book. So here's how you get started. Point your favorite web browser to audibletrial.com slash discussing who. That's audible trial, all one word, A-U-D-I-B-L-E-T-R-I-A-L dot com slash discussing who. Also one word. And that's how you get your free book. What could be better than that? 
You've been listening to the Discussing Who podcast. Discussing Who is made by fans for fans. No copyright infringement is intended. Show us your fans of the show by liking us on Facebook, following us on Twitter. You can find us on the web at www.discussingwho.com. Want more Discussing Who? Find us on iTunes, Google Play Music, Player FM, the Doctor Who Podshock Alliance, and more. Send us your feedback to discussingwho at gmail.com, or if you'd like, simply record a voice message and send that to us via your smartphone, tablet, or computer. We want to hear from you.